How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Not a distraction for the team to have the ability to win games. That's all we really care about. I right. mean, this is nice. Right. We want the Chiefs to win. Yeah, because because here's the thing. It's like it's like let's say she does go to New York. They're going to cut away and they're going to show her. But I don't think it's going to be as big of a oh my because the first time first time is the, the big one, right? Right. Like she's there. She's at Arrowhead. She's in Kansas City. She's in. She's sitting next to Mama Kelsey, right? Right. She's she's banging on the glass. But like if she's there again, like it's it's going to be like okay, great. Yeah, she yeah she came in but like. But do, do to the Jets what you did to the Bears because you're supposed to do the Jets what you did to the Bears. When we have the Mahomes double date, <laughs> when we have the Taylor Swift in the suite with Brittany Mahomes, sure. then we know it's official. Right, yeah. Then, then we know it's serious. So it's just interesting. It's it's We will ride it out yes. while we have it here. Yes. So just kind of fun. All right, Jason Nivens is in. Um, in all seriousness here for a minute, we have two really big, very serious stories to talk about, um, both violence-related. Uh, and the first one we need to get to is we have the update now on the story out of Shawnee. We talked about this when this broke. The guy that lit his house on fire and stabbed his family. I told you we were getting dark. Now we know why. We know his reason that he gave we have to talk about this and how to address problems like this, particularly in men. Get to that coming up next here on KMBZ. Back here with you on a Tuesday, Jason Nivens, Afternoons on the Rock, hanging out with us all the way until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Okay. That's right. Story came to us out of the Kansas City Star. This is an update on a story that we talked quite a bit about a couple of weeks ago uh, when this happened on September 16th. So a little bit of background on this. And now we have the court documents uh, that were unsealed on Monday that tell us what he says was his motivation for stabbing his wife and children and setting fire to their house. I probably should have said this already. Here's your adult content warning because the story gets very, very dark. Uh, his name is Matthew Lee Richards, 41 years old. Uh, this was on September 16th. He allegedly went room to room in his house before dawn, stabbing his family members. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit about what um, his kids told 911. Um, and that was after he started a fire in the basement. His wife and two of his children suffered serious stab wounds. Three other family members, a 19-year-old and two youths, were released from the hospital the same day. I believe the wife was in critical condition, but everyone's going to survive. So the charges against him are attempted murder, not murder, because the family's going to live. Thank God. So during a police interview last week, he told detectives he planned to set the fire, 
although he couldn't recall certain details of the stabbings. This was his reason. He said the family was going to be evicted that day, and he had not been honest with his family about the seriousness of their financial troubles. He also admitted to thinking, quote, it would be better if they all died rather than have his family find out about the truth. During an interview, he said, I stabbed my family and he referred to himself as a monster. Um, There's a detail somewhere that talks about, I'm I'm looking for it. Uh, Oh, here it is. Court records show a foreclosure petition had been filed for the home. Shows Richards and his wife owed $155,000 on their mortgage at the time. Um, At least one of the 911 calls came from one of his children uh, who told police he witnessed his mother being stabbed and was then chased to the garage as his father wielded a knife. Um, So he lit the fire, allegedly, lit the fire first and then went around and stabbed his family. Five counts of premeditated attempted first degree murder and one count of arson being held on $5 million bond. I get that we just put a lot on the table. I want to talk about the reason. I want to talk about the motivation being were and and he was employed. We don't know how that we don't know how they got into trouble like this. Um, sure. Until recently, he was a children's pastor at Crossroads Christian Church. He was employed by Christ Preparatory Academy in Lenexa, so he he was, he was working right, gainfully employed, as they say. But we don't know. So we don't know how it got to this point. Right. But I want to talk about. Um. I don't want to excuse this by any means because in my mind, nothing excuses this. No, it's, but I, it's I, horrendous. Horrendous. I want to talk about a man mm-hmm. feeling um, the responsibility of being um, the breadwinner for the family, mm-hmm. getting into financial trouble mm-hmm. and not telling the family about it. And what I assume is the shame that goes along that, with that. I would say that's it. I would say that as as the breadwinner yeah. of my family, right? Like my, my wife's an entrepreneur, but I am the one who works, you know, the the uh, 40 hour a week job and all that. Most, yeah. most of the financial quote unquote burden falls on my shoulders. Not and, to say not to say that, that there's not involvement from her, but, you know, and there is times when I've gotten super stressed and we we walk through it. We talk through it. We figure out, OK, how do we move some money around over here? How do we put off this potential bill and then come back to it and circle back? What do we need right now? What's most important? You know, and I feel like I, and I feel like we have done in my family, my, my wife and I, and, and, and to an ex, to an extent are now 15 year old, you know, t- yeah. at least aware of like when she's like, you know, six days in a row, like, let's go get some coffee. It's like, Hey, you know, that all adds up kid. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah. Right. You know, like to, to be financially literate. So everybody's on the same page, but you know, that it is it is it is something that i do think is is still even though we um we kind of talk about like oh we're we've progressed as society and all this but man there's a lot of that like old guard i guess that men have to hold on to where it's like i if i don't succeed at this i'm a failure and then obviously then you have something horrific happen like this because you're you're so shamed to talk about where you're at financially with your wife yeah with your wife not telling your kids is one thing fine although there was a 19 year old in that house right you don't want to share that with that burden with your kids i get that yeah that that i I can totally see you sparing them from that i've never been married but i would um, (laughs) i mean tell your wife so that you can help get out of the hole yeah i and i don't know how you make the leap from what, that, we're, what we're assuming is shame yeah. to I'm just going to kill my family because that's better I mean, than telling them about this. 
it, 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 again, it's I, I don't. It is. It's it's some. A lot of people on the text line are are, are saying it's ego driven. Um, that it's uh, the shame is driven by the ego. That you know I'm supposed to be the breadwinner. I'm supposed to be and. And I and I do think that like as we start peeling layers off of this, like th- like there are a lot of men that won't confront their feelings. That oh will, yeah. They, they just bottle it up and bottle it up and bottle it up and and, yeah. and either turn to a bottle or turn to another vice that 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 can be destructive to the family. You know, like listen up, fellas, I got something to tell you. Uh, we got feelings too, and uh, and and it's okay to exercise those feelings, to walk them through, to talk them through, to cry them out if you need to, to go outside and or, or into, a, into a field somewhere and just yell at the top of your lungs because you're stressed. That's All that stuff is okay to do. Turning on your family is not okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to get into with that leap. 913-586-7798 if you have thoughts here. Let's go to Ashley uh, in Missouri. Ashley, thanks for the call. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Nivens. Hey. Um, you, you know, I think this guy was backed into a corner and we just talked what a month and a half or so ago jamie about men not being able to accept failure right and we need to i don't want to say normalize failure but we need to start being okay with failure you know i've been in recovery from crack cocaine for 19 years i've been sober for just over a year now and i had a friend that i talked with yesterday that was crying because she had relapsed that's okay. Right. Failure is okay. It's all about how you pick yourself back up. And unfortunately, this guy sounds like he was very religious. A lot of religions don't accept failure. They don't normalize it to where, hey, you may be a child, quote, finger child of God, but you aren't perfect mm-hmm. like God. And so many people that are deeply into religion feel like they have to be so perfect all the time, and that's not what it is. I am so glad that my 17- and 15-year-old boys feel like they can come to me and say, Mom, I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. I just broke up with my girlfriend, or somebody at school called me four eyes, or whatever. That they can cry about that to me. We need to normalize it. We need to be accepting of people when they have failures and pick themselves back up. That, to me, should be so much more of a higher achievement than somebody who's just had this quote-unquote perfect life. Right. Well said, Ashley, Thank you, Ashley. as always. That thanks is, a lot for getting in. Appreciate know, it. And I, I've, I've told you guys all about, uh, you know, our son, um, uh, NeuroSpicy is the way we like to call it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. he is uh, clinically diagnosed as, as a high-functioning uh, autist, uh, autistic with extreme ADHD. So he has big emotions. I mean, all, all the kids do, really. He's got big emotions, and we don't squash them, man. You know, we walk through them. We, you know, we talk about it like, like hey, buddy, what's happening? And he's as... A five year, five and a half year old is like, I'm just frustrated. And he, he, he and okay, well, like, let's talk about it. how can we, ma- how can we work through this? You know, like, and and because that's the one thing that like is I think is really important in in trying to raise a, a young boy into a man is like recognize that it's 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 okay it's okay to have feelings, right? It's normal to have feelings. In fact, every human on the planet has feelings. You know, a lot of the animals have feelings, right? And someone said like, yeah, but. Nobody cares about guys' feelings. That's not true. That oh, is that's not uh, true that is utterly not true. And it's also, I want to be. That's a cop out if you're using that. Well, so that's kind of where I'm going with this too, is that we can have a healthy conversation about the reason that he gave and trying to fix that in society. But I also don't want to get to a point in the conversation where we say 
that excuses what he did and feel bad for him. Like he also had a choice. I mean, even people who, and and I I say this as uh, somebody familiar with addiction. I mean, you, you still have agency. Mm -hmm. You still have choice. Uh, You don't go from, I can't tell my family about our financial troubles, so I'll just kill them. Right. I mean, there's there's, there's a lot a, that's a in between there. Huge leap. It's a huge leap, and you do wonder what else is happening under the scenes, or what else is happening, you know, or behind the scenes. I should say, excuse me, you know. But if this if this person was as involved in his community as it seemed, as 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 has been portrayed by his former empl- employers and the, the news outlets, you can. My understanding. Of, of like being involved in, in, in a particular uh, religious sect is you can go to that and say, we need help. We need assistance. So I think that's key. We are key struggling. To the conversation too, that we'll talk about more after the break is asking for help. Yes. And if you can't go to your family, going to somebody else, right. what, whatever that is. Yeah. Some of you are speculating that there's more going on here. I wonder a little bit too, how, how the situation got here financially. 913-586-7798. Mike, hang on the line. We'll get to more of your calls next year on KMBZ. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jason Evans in for John Grayson today, 913-586-7798. We'll get to your calls here in just a sec. If you missed the beginning of this story, an update on a story that we talked about about a week and a half ago, the man in Shawnee who lit a fire in his house in his basement and then went around his house stabbing his family members. Everybody lived. Everybody's going to be okay. Uh, The wife was critically injured, but she'll make it. Now we know in court documents the reason that he gave and um, conversations happening a little bit about whether it's a cop out. You don't get to try to kill your family. You don't get to say we were I we were having financial trouble and I didn't want to admit that to my family. And it was better for me to see them dead 
then to own up to that. You don't, you don't get to connect those two things. Uh, mm-hmm. We can talk about um, the source of that angst and the source of that shame, but I think we also have to hold people accountable, men or women, yes. for you don't get to act out as a result of that shame. Right. Not like this. N- n- no. I, I, I'm, just, I'm still just trying to wrap my brain around the whole entire thing. Like, what would drive somebody to think that murdering your family and setting the house on fire is the way to go? Yeah. Right? Like, like... Okay, let's and as as you as you mentioned before going into break, let's let's again presume, right? Allegedly, maybe something else was going on. Let's assume that is a vice of something. Pick your poison. What is yeah. it? Is it drinking? Is it women? Uh, is it men? Is is sure. it, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Not I'm not trying to or or is it gambling? Right. Yeah. Somehow some money disappeared somewhere. So yeah. so so you have you're a what is he a forty year old man? Forty one. Forty one yep. year old man. Yeah. Hey, bud, the, the, the gig is up. The blinds are up. The, the lights are on. Everybody's aware of what's going on. At least they should be because, like, now's the time for you to be uh, honest about it. And then it mentioned that they were being evicted that day. Mm-hmm. Evictions don't happen in a month's time. Yeah. A mention, evictions don't happen in a six-week time. If, if I understand correctly, I think it's like 90 days. I could be wrong. Somebody out there probably knows the, the answer better to that. But it's not just like they missed one month's payment and right. it was like, all right, they're going to come and, and lock up the house. So something had been brewing for a while. And again, you have an opportunity to reach out to your community if you're in need. If that can, if you care about that community and they care about you as much as it was portrayed in the reports and in the, the, the from the employers, then you sh- then you should reach out to them to them. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Mike's been hanging on in Topeka. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hey, guys. Hey, Mike. Um, so, you know, I think ultimately the reason is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. The simple fact is he was irresponsible and put his family in a situation that that led to all this. But ultimately, he's weak and pathetic. You know, and, and I, I, I hope he just rots in prison for the rest of his life for this because it's absolutely inexcusable. Yeah. Um, to, to do this to your family. Um, you know, I, I will say that I think that, you know, in terms of men's mental health, we have a bad habit. You know, we want to be protectors and providers. And, you know, I've, I've talked before on the show about the, the self-defense training that I get. It's not just physical self-defense training. It's also mental mm-hmm. training that I get because I wanted to make sure that I can properly take care of my family. And part of that is having yourself in a clear state of mind. You know, a lot of men have this idea that we have to have a certain machismo and, and showing emotion is a sign of weakness and stuff. And, and in my opinion, it's actually the exact opposite not showing emotion is a sign of weakness if you are able to properly and constructively address your emotions and express them and and work through these things with your family and your friends and the people who are closest to you is actually a sign of extreme strength of character yes because it does take a lot for men to do that for I mean, anyone to do it, but yeah. 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 Men and women both. And I, and I think this is a, a wake up call to, you know, everyone listening to this, men especially, you know, we, we have a habit of not wanting to talk to people about our feelings, not just because we think it's weakness, but because we also don't want to be a burden to right. other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times it's not that we don't want to talk about it, is that we don't have people we feel like we can or people aren't asking us. Then I then so, I would yeah. I would say to those people, Mike, as I've mentioned numerous times mm-hmm. down the hall on the rock when I uh, talk about suicide prevention and mental Absolutely, awareness yeah. and all that, the national uh, number is 988. They condense it down from 1-800-273-TALK. They saw a, a, a rather large increase in people 
people reaching out, uh, not just uh, every single walk of life. And for someone that's like, there's nobody there for me to talk to. There is somebody there. If you if you yeah. feel like you can't talk to your peers or someone around you that that is a family member, then there is there is there is that person on the other line there, twenty four seven, that will help guide you through whatever the, the crisis is that you are having in that moment. Absolutely. And I, w- I would also say that as friends and family members, peers, coworkers, ask the people in your life how they're doing. You know, just, yes. just the check in with thing, them. How's it going? Yeah. How, you know, how's things been for you? You know, kind of start that open dialogue. You know, will help other people be able to feel like they can open up to you and talk to you about what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how all of this plays out, but I hope that at least some good can come in it, that at least one person hearing this will, will take that time to say, okay, maybe I need help, and we'll seek it out. Good call, Mike. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. you getting in. Thanks Thank so much. 913-586-7798. Nan is next up out of KC. Hi, Nan. Hi, guys. It's nice to hear your voice again. You too. Um. I'm Nan from KC. You were wondering where I was. I was nine weeks in the hospital. It sucked. Sorry now, to hear that. My ex, my ex-husband was a crazy kind of abusive guy, and I didn't know that when I married him. His family thought I could help him. Um, he wasn't paying any of the insurance payments, so that lapsed. Hmm. And he wasn't paying any of the payments on anything I I should never have allowed him to do that. And his abuse ramped up to horrible beatings. And his goal was either to get me to leave and sell the house or die. Jesus. Yeah. And I didn't die. I learned I had an amazing right hook. So I (laughs) used it frequently. But I did have to sell my house to, you know, one of those people, we will fix your house at almost pennies on the dollar. And it messed my life up big time. Right. And he and then being me, he was in jail and I was guaranteed three to five years for him to go away. And I couldn't take looking at his grandchildren, who I was then Nana. Why did Nana put Papa in prison? Because they were young, and I couldn't do that. So before the judge, I said, he's an old dude, and he's got lots of drug and alcohol problems. He doesn't need to go into prison. He needs to go up on top floor VA because he was a vet. Mm -hmm. And they did everything they could to save him, and they did save him for a while. He'd get out, and then he'd come terrorize me. So that was a fun time. But, yeah, he was going to beat me into death or uh, make me leave. And that was my house dog on it. He was the one who was going to leave. Maybe a stupid choice, but I survived it. Got a few scars, but I survived it. But that's crazy. We'll do that. And yeah. drug and alcohol will definitely do that. He was cracking up as frequently as he could, drinking himself into a stupor. And I knew there was a problem. Didn't think it would go that far. Sorry to hear that, Nan. Yeah. 
Thanks well, a lot for the call, hey, Ann. I, I became a stronger person because of it. I survived Good. everything, and I'm a better woman at 65. Right on, man. Good to hear. Right on. Good to hear. You know, man, thanks for the call. I appreciate she, it. She mentioned something there that I think is important for, for men to pay attention to. She said, his family thought I could fix him, right? And that's two things there. One, if, if you're, if you're going to be a king... That woman's your queen. Mm-hmm. She's not your mom. She's not there to fix you. She's not there to wipe your butt when you're when you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. You, she's there to be by your side, be behind you, be in front of you in certain situations. But it is it is it is you already have a mother, right? Right. So you if if you're going to be this king of the world, right? She's your queen, right? And you treat her that way. And if and if you are having a struggle, or if you are definitely like in a place where you need some help. You can. You should be able to, and you should feel comfortable talking to your queen about that. Yeah, um, and I also need insight further um, into the church aspect of this potentially because that is not an area that I have a lot of exposure to. A lot of you were saying on the text line um, that you are wow. that that is looked down upon. In the church again, I'm that is not me talking, but that that financial is, difficulty is looked down upon in the church. Yeah, there is quite a few comments now on the text lines. Yeah. I'm looking at it about how uh, uh, people are shamed. I guess I guess I just don't understand that. You know, I was you know adopted and raised in the Catholic world, but I left that a long time ago, and and we you know we don't really in my family, we, my household, I should say, we don't really do. Yeah. Church or anything like that. We have our own sort of church, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I guess I just don't understand that. Like, if, if you're supposed to be loving and uplifting, why would you shame somebody if they're in financial distress? 913-586-7798. Overland Park next to talk to Gerald. Hi, Gerald. Hey, good morning. Great conversation. Um, uh, Nivens, man, you hit it on the, uh, you know, again, I called first to say something, but Nivens, you hit something that, you know, I just wanted to touch on. Ladies, you cannot change a man. You can't change him. Um, The the, the idea that uh, love and care and all that, a man is who he is and a man makes the decisions on that. You can love him. You can be there for him. But if the idea is to change him, you can't change a man. And so I just wanted to touch on that. But what I called about was was that – coming from a different side of the aisle of the gentleman that killed his family. And um, I, I spoke with Collins and I just told him, I said, you know, in, from the side of the aisle, you don't get those excuses at all. Uh, you don't get excuses for doing things that you, you know are morally wrong right. or are lawfully wrong. You don't get those excuses. Um, you do what you're supposed to do. And if you don't, then you pay the consequence. Yes. And you definitely pay the consequence if you injure or if you attempt to kill your family. You you pay the consequence. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, yes. And the other thing I want to, to touch on, and then I'll let it go, is the aspect of the church thing. I was brought up in the church. I was brought up in, in the South in the church. There is a powerful, a powerful pull to be accepted financially in the church. I've seen people ostracized. I've seen people criticized. I've seen people shamed for not being a, a, a particular class or being a, a, a being financially 
able to do certain things when it comes to the church or being able to give to the church. And I've seen it happen. I've seen families literally go through emotional distress because they don't understand what's going on and why they're being treated like that. But there is a hierarchy that's in the church, and there is truly a have and a have not when it comes to a lot of churches. And that's why I'll leave it. Thank Good you, call, Joe. Gerald. Thank you. Great call. We appreciate you getting in. You know, and, and, I, and I don't want us to be like dogpiling on churches by any no, stretch of the imagination. No, because some of you on the text yeah. line are saying the opposite, quite frankly. But, I mean, but, now we're getting texts saying, somebody said, I'm Southern Baptist. Financial health is not shameful in any way. Right. I, but I, I, I don't even, and this is sometimes where, you know, the wrapping up and, and, and money is so, I think, is so, um, it can be so negative, mm-hmm. right? Like like the striving to, to as the, the expression goes, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, having uh, the fresh shoes, the new car, the nice the nice paint job yeah. on the house, you know, the, the 2.5 kids and the two car, like there's so much stress financially for all walks of life sometimes that it just makes you wonder like, Man, if, if if that wasn't there, right? Like, and, and I'm not saying that we abolish money and all that, but like, if we were to to work with each other more on the merit of, of each other and the people themselves and the caring and the compassion, we'd be a better place. But you know, I gotta get the new watch. I gotta get the new uh, phone. That's it's just like the one from last year, but it's a new one this year. Some people are also just really bad at managing money. Yeah, I mean, that's some people are just stink at it. They just don't know how to manage what they have. And yeah, I, I also, we don't know what the background is here, but you do kind of wonder what else, where the money was going right. behind the scenes. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, um, I mean, you know this from having three kids in your house. If you have four or five kids in your house. It's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a, that's a lot of strain. And we don't know if the wife worked. That's not mentioned anywhere, but it, that's a lot. The thing, the thing that we joke about and my, my wife and I is like. We've already gone through a loaf of bread. It's only been three days. Yeah, but some, but you know, certain days, like everybody wants to have a have a have a uh, a sando, right? And like sometimes, I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a big guy. I like two sandwiches every now and again. Right? Yeah. So it, it it is, and the cost of groceries and living has gone up so much, where you know it's 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 not as I don't know I don't want to say it was ever easy, yeah. but it definitely feels like there's a little more pressure put on. I want to get um, Lisa's call on here before we take a break. Been holding on for a bit. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. I just want to say really quickly that I don't want anything that I say to be bad against the church he went to because it sounds like he didn't let anybody know that yes. he needed. Yes, so right. I, agree. I agree with that. that. I agree with that. It could be very well that his church was a good church. And if the people that have made these comments that churches don't help, then you need to change the church that you're going to. Here, here. The whole point of church is to help one another. Church is the people. And I know in our church, we have a benevolent fund. We have a deacon's fund for you to give to people, give to the deacon's fund for the specific purpose of helping people like this man. And if this man came to our church and said that he needed money to pay his mortgage, our church would have given him money for his mortgage. And I would bet you if he had come to them and said, this is what's going to happen, they would have helped him out of that situation. Right. And that is what real churches do. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, that's well said. Well said. Very yeah. well said. And maybe that's Thanks, it. Lisa. Maybe the perceived, again, goes back to shame, the perceived reaction from the, 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 the church that he was a part of and subsequently the employer he had, the, perce- the perception, perception is reality, right? The perception is they're going to turn me away. We'll be left with nothing. Yeah. This is a better route to go. 913-586-7798. We need to get to a break. Keep your comments coming. We'll wrap with those next here on KMBZ. 
John Grayson out today. Jason Nivens hanging out with us until two o'clock. Let's end the hour where we started. Uh, our friend Bob Fesco from uh, 610 Sports Radio tweeted this out yes. to give us an update. Uh, again, if you're questioning the power of Taylor Swift, this tells us a lot. Mm-hmm. Chiefs and Bears was the most watched NFL game on any network this week, averaging 24.3 million viewers on Fox. It also ranked first for women aged 12 to 49. Now, I'm going to assume a little bit of that is because Chicago is a big market. Yeah, a lot of people watching the Bears. But, but however, but the team's not doing great. And they don't even sell out Soldier Field, and it's the smallest field in the NFL. Um, I was getting, because I'm from Chicagoland-ish, so I had a lot of family that was watching the Bears game that were texting me, and somebody sent me a tweet that said there were Bears bars in Chicago that turned the game off <laughs> midway through the game because that's how bad it was going. Wow. And there are also Chiefs bars in Chicago. That would have been fun because there are places where yeah. if the Chiefs are playing, people yeah. that, are, that live in Chicago that are from here go to watch the game, and that would have been fun to have seen. Ranked first for women age 12 to 49. Yeah. yeah, that's all Taylor Swift. Yeah, that that answers my question of who what, what happened. Was Swifties became Chiefs fans or Chiefs fans became Swifties after that? And I think that there was a good amount of folks in here in Kansas City probably became a Swiftie. But I do believe that the Swifties are now big Chiefs fans, especially after Kelsey pulled in that TD and, uh, and uh, uh, Taylor dropped the... Uh, uh, LFG that uh, everybody <laughs> loved seeing in Kansas City. It was the best thing to happen in terms of media coverage of that game yeah. because the NF, I mean, everybody replayed that. Her reaction mm-hmm. to that touchdown was priceless. And there were people in other markets that are Chiefs fans and I know of that were like, they switched the game on us. The game wasn't over yet, but it was obviously over by the right. time. I mean, it was pretty much over by the time we got into halftime. Yeah. You know, but they switched to another game on, I guess, Fox, you know, and like down in Florida or whatever. So, yeah, they uh, welcome aboard, Swifties. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, gals. I'm going to say gals. I know there's some guys, but I, I'm going to go ahead and just be stereotypical and say thanks. Thanks, girls, for coming on board. You know, it's great. Yeah. Let's make this run happen. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap the hour, uh, there was an announcement about a major event that's not coming back next year. Uh, the Garmin Casey Air Show, they announced yesterday there will not be a show in 2024. This is always a big show every year. Uh, and yeah. this year it had uh, the Blue Angels and the Air Force F-22 Raptor demo team. The Marine Corps had a team out there. Uh, is it because it was 1,000 degrees outside when they were holding it? So they didn't give a reason. And they said it's only taking a break. They said this isn't goodbye forever just for now or something like that. But they didn't announce when it'll be coming back. Hmm. Any theories on... What the, why you wouldn't, it's such a popular event. Why is it getting too expensive? Maybe, maybe the expense for it, for fuel and all of that. But also, I mean, again, you're holding it in August in Kansas city. I mean, it's, we know, we know by now middle August in Kansas city is brutal. Um, Absolutely brutal. Aren't most air shows in the summer though? Yeah, but I would, I would argue June feels better than August. Yes. Although we can have, we've had. A pretty hot June. We before. have, but but nothing compared to August. You could even can you not punt punt it into uh, September? I, um, I don't know because I I don't know. I, I assume a lot of that scheduling between yeah. the different acts that you have there and where they're all in demand and and trying to get them everywhere. But you're right. I mean, the people that went to that air show complained a lot when we talked about it on the air on Monday mm-hmm. about how hot it was and not having the facilities to respond to that. And so it does make you wonder 
because they're not giving us a reason, which is weird. It is, yeah. It makes you wonder, are they reevaluating that? Now, you could reevaluate that and fix that by next year, though. Eh. You've got 11 months to do it. Maybe, but also, too, you know, when you do events, you plan them out. You know, usually, I mean, but I can remember back in our Rockfest days, like we we had like a week of of reprieve after Rockfest, and then we already were looking ahead to okay, how we're going to structure it, you know, this year and the next year and all that. So there's a good chance that they've that a lot of it is already planned out for 2024, yeah, and it just won't line up. So let's take a year off, regroup, and see where to go. Yeah, in 2025, I guess. 2025, we're talking 2025 about things already. Yeah. Oh. Jason Evanson for John Grayson. We need to get to a break here. Coming up, the grocery chain now where the staff is wearing body cameras because of crime. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.